Welcome to Web Talk Radio. It's Ellen Rohr. I'm your hostess today at Blueprint for Profit radio show. And my guest today is Mary Kay Morgan. Business to business, B2B. We hear that term, but what does it mean? Co-op marketing? Now, is that risky to align your reputation with someone else's? And what if you get lost in the shuffle? What about affiliate marketing? Man, I'm just figuring out what that really means. It's pretty technological. There's some interesting things. But overall, is it you promoting somebody else's business? What about you? What about multi-level marketing? Have you ever been invited to dinner and it turns out it's a sales pitch and they want you to join the team and all of a sudden you're drinking the Kool-Aid? What do you do? Well, relationships are the basis of any great business. But how do we make sense of business-to-business -business relationships? When I ask those questions, I know who, to, who can answer them. It's Mary Kay Morgan. She is a relationship marketing specialist, and she's the founder of ConsciousAffiliateNetwork.com, CAN, the only affiliate and joint venture network, plus how-to resource devoted exclusively to business owners who are service-minded and 100% committed to integrity and quality. CAN, I love the way you talk, Mary Kay. So she's going to help us make sense of business relationship, IQ, EQ, oh, and create long-term business relationships that are both personally rewarding and extremely profitable, two of my favorite things. Our topic today, paint by numbers, business relationships that make you money. Mary Kay, welcome to the show. Ellen, thank you so much. I am really excited to be here with you. Well, you know a lot about internet marketing, about making money, about affiliate programs, and all these different terms that we're hearing is ways that businesses work together to mutual effect is what I, I, I've kind of got in my mind as a definition. Before we start, what makes you an expert to talk about this? Tell me about your, your, your history. What brought you right here today? Well, I started in online internet marketing through a coaching business that I was developing, and um, I was moving along very successfully using in my own business many of these um, strategies that we're going to talk about today. And um, I met some folks uh, at an event, and a few months later they called me and, and wanted me to assist them with some affiliates. I'd never done that for anyone else before. I was a, I was a coach. And so I said no. And so then they called me back, and finally I said, well, what the heck, this could be fun. And I said, okay, let's do it. And it ended up being uh, an enormously successful initial launch for their company. And my phone simply started ringing off the hook, and people said, will you please come do for us what you did for them? So what did you do, go to the store and get an affiliate marketing for dummies book? How did you... <laughs> How did you, you know, do what it? Was, I didn't realize how much I understood and knew about business relationships until I, we literally just kind of flew by the seat of our pants. Uh, and I ran the affiliate process like I would have wanted to be on the receiving end of that process. So um, we did many things that just simply hadn't been done in the affiliate world up until then. There was prizes offered. There was videos. There was uh, shout-outs to, to different affiliates who were doing extraordinarily well in their promotion. There was a lot of personalization. Um, I didn't even want to tell you how many hours I put in uh, on the phone with affiliates 
who maybe had never been in, uh, an affiliate before for any. Well, you know what? Let's back up a little bit because mm -hmm. you know I'm we're, we're because you have been advising me on this very topic. I know, or I think I know, what affiliate marketing is. But why don't you define the terms for us? What is affiliate marketing? Is affiliate marketing business to business relationship, and what is it? Um, yes, so affiliate marketing, your relationship is business to business, and your goal in that relationship is to connect with another business who is serving the same community that you serve, but in a different or complementary way. So your offers are not competitive with each other, but they have a list, a circle of influence of people that they serve through their business who might also want your product. So in exchange for a commission, they will promote for you to their list, to their community, and anyone in their community who says yes to your offer, you'll then pay that affiliate a, uh, a, a commission. Now, is that the same as, is it, is it multi-level marketing on an Internet world platform? No, 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 not at all, not at all. So, so we're not out trying to recruit people who are not in business into business. So the B2B part of the relationship is between you and, and your affiliate partners. You can almost think of them as a bit of an outside sales force who, who happens to have a business of their own. Then they're reaching out to uh, customers and users. So you've got B2B between you and the affiliate, and then the B2C, of course, is your relationship to those, to those leads and prospects who ultimately then become your customers or your clients as is well. Is but are the it's not are like they, network marketing? Well, it, okay, that clears that up. Now, what about the parallels? If you don't have an internet business, is this term exclusive to the internet world, or is it a a concept that could be applied to um, referral marketing or relationship marketing? Say with a, a plumber who recruits a carpet cleaner to um, turn his customers on to the plumbing services. It could be. Typically, we refer to affiliate marketing when, when the affiliate has a list. And in today's world, most often our lists are email-based lists. So we okay. write up an email and we send it to them. It could also be, however, someone with um, a mailing list. And perhaps they send them postcards or other types of through the mail, uh, through the U.S. Postal Service, types of offers, right? This was what we did before there was email. There was direct response mail. Okay. And that is another way to do it. And it's actually, it's coming back again because we have too much email. And people are using um, direct mail or conventional mail again for these types of offers. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, Very before you know it, we're going to be going you again. Yeah. Before you know it, I think you could right now become the guy who knocks on people's doors and you could make a... Uh, a great business with that type of marketing relationship. But let's stay right. focused on, let's say, you know, it is all about relationships. And what I like about your approach is the idea that it's conscious, it's spiritual, it's supposed to make you feel good. Is that a backlash, Mary Kay? I mean, have you been burned before? What makes you so um, aware of doing this in such a way that it doesn't insult your soul? Great question. And the, and the short answer to that is yes, absolutely. Um, been been lightly burned and uh, and, and fairly scarred too once or twice, right? So, <laughs> Raise your uh, hand, my hands up. <laughs> Woohoo, that's me. <laughs> um, and then of course, also you know you hear horror stories of you know well, guess what happened to me? Types of horror stories. So so setting up um, 
setting up business relationships with a high level of both IQ and EQ is very important. And okay, so what's part, IQ? Okay. So IQ, the IQ part is going to be uh, what I would call the, the fundamental how-tos. You know, everybody knows there's, there's courses out there on how to network, you know, how to go to a meeting and network, and, and, and sort of the dotting your I's and crossing your T's. The EQ, the EQ is below the logical brain, and it really comes into the heart space or the feeling space. And how do you feel about being in business with this particular person? Are they a person of integrity, for example? Um, let's say you find someone who has a big list, right? Everybody wants somebody with a big list. They have 100,000 people, 500,000 people on their list, and they're serving your market. Okay. But as you look at their marketing materials, you, you, mm, you just don't really resonate, to use an energy woo-woo word, you don't resonate with how they're presenting their marketing. It just doesn't feel quite honest. Okay, let now, me interrupt just to kind of okay. recap here. So we've got, we're, we're focusing on relationships and businesses and developing great ones. The mechanics of doing this may take the form of affiliate marketing. That's the term we use when we're looking for a list, primarily an e-list. So just by way of example, other relationships, business-to-business uh, -business relationships could be pattern along our discussion, but just for specifics, affiliate marketing is someone has a list, you don't compete with that someone, perhaps we could offer to be an affiliate for that someone. Okay, then we're going to apply IQ and EQ. And IQ is kind of the, the left brain side of things, like is it logical, does it make sense? From a is this objective, a good fit? Our offer is non-competitive. Okay, yeah. offers non-competitive. Very good. How and then large EQ. is their list? What's okay. their, you know, what, we might say, what's their reach into our market? Right. These are logical things that we might assess. And then there's that feeling space, that EQ. And okay. this is this is the learning space for most people because what happens is the logical brain. We've been taught that the logical brain overrides the the heart. The IQ overrides the EQ. And when we really get good at business relationships and they start to really work for us, it's because the EQ is always in alignment with what the IQ says. So give, give me an example of, um, of when that really, really works. Let's, let, like what are we looking for in a win-win situation? Okay. So the logical brain ticks off all the little boxes of what we're looking for as a potential affiliate. The logical brain says yes, 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 yes. We go and dig a little deeper, and we just, you know, their marketing is just not, just doesn't feel quite honest. It doesn't feel quite something to us. Maybe we can't even put a label on it, but it doesn't feel right. So the important thing at that point would be to choose not to go into an affiliate relationship with that particular business because... No matter how logical it seems. A short-term gain is not going to be worth whatever the long-term backlash is. You're going to find out why you had the feeling at some point in time. Oh, yeah, totally been there. Yeah, okay, that makes sense to me. Okay, but good, when, good. If, if your logical brain takes off all the, okay, they've got the right market, they've got a good-sized list, they've got all these pieces, and you really feel good about them, then the two of you together are more powerful than either of you are separately. And typically what we see in that case is a lot of success. And success is defined differently in different circumstances. But bottom line, whatever it is that you wanted out of the relationship, you receive. And whatever it is they wanted out of the relationship, they receive. And both parties come back and say, let's do it again. 
I'm thinking that one person really has a lot more to gain than the other person. So if somebody else has a big list and you want them, they got a bigger list, you love them, the IQ, the EQ is there, but what's in it for them to reciprocate for you? Like I can see helping them question. out, but how does it how does it work both ways? Very good question. And and I want to answer that in a couple of different blocks. First okay. of all, you need to be very aware of the value that you bring to the table. So let's say you are the business interested in <coughs> excuse me, using affiliates to sell a particular offer or set of offers. Okay. You need to know de details such as what's your conversion rate. If you've never offered this before to your market, right. don't go offering it through affiliates. You haven't tested it. You haven't proven that your market wants what it is that you're offering. That's not the time to go to affiliates, right? You need to test it. You need to know what your conversion is, which means you know how many people who look at the offer then say yes to the offer. Okay, so you're not going to have them like jump in too fast. That could make right. that's how you could burn the relationship. All of a sudden, you're getting married, burn you haven't even dated. Yeah, I'll go, burn it and tar it. Okay. <laughs> you, I mean, that, yeah, that's that's like, and it happens all the time because a lot of folks do not recognize or do not realize that one of the most important pieces of their marketing is testing. All right, so if I've got something that I want to sell, I better sell it first and at least give my potential affiliates a reason to believe that it's going to be successful for them and I'm not going to hang them out to dry with this Absolutely. offer. Absolutely. must be tested and, and you must know what your conversion is. Is it 2%, 5%, 10%, right? And 2% is great in some industries and, and completely you know, ridiculous and terrible in others. Okay. You've got to know your industry, know what's a competitive conversion. The second thing you want to do, um, you as the business wanting to promote your offer through an affiliate, is you need to come up with the right amount of commission to make this a super sweet deal for them at the level of revenue, right? Because okay. they're going to make some X dollar amount, and that's going to be based on your conversion and, of course, the price point of your offer and what your, um, what your commission is. So those two pieces right there... You need to have evaluated so that then you can go to a person, let's say they have a 100,000-person list, and you know what your conversion rate is. You can pretty much tell them with just a fairly small margin of error what they can expect to make in dollars. Now, they how we now can make a – go ahead. Okay, okay, now let's go. So we're going to test it first and see what kind of conversion rate we can get. Now we're going to go to our affiliates, and, and uh, we could ask them to participate. The affiliate's going to want to make some money, honey. And if you don't make that sweet enough with a good enough conversion rate, what is in it for them? But this, right. you know, it seems to me if you do this, you could give away the farm. Where do you come up with an amount of commission that is going to be appropriate? The bean counter in me is going, really? Um, I think they would want 50%, 60%. How do you know when to say no? Well, you have to know absolutely what your purpose of your offer is. Some offers, their purpose is as lead generators um, because a lead that has paid, uh, has already made a purchase from you is a much higher quality lead, right? We know that the, the possibility, the probability they will purchase again is extremely high versus someone who has said yes to a free offer. So one of the reasons then you use affiliates and you would be willing to, quote, lose the farm or at least have no net gain financially from it is if you're going to use a, a particular campaign as a lead generator. What you must know as a business owner is you must know 
your your direct cost of goods. You got to know okay. how much that widget actually costs you to put into the hands of the customer. Then you must, of course, set your price so that it is you know irresistibly valuable to your customer. Wow, I get a thousand dollars worth of benefits, and they only want a hundred bucks for this. I'm in, right? And then if you want to use your offer as a lead generator, then give the majority of what's left over after your direct cost to the affiliates. That might be 70%. It might be 50%. It varies, you know, obviously, whatever your business is all about. Um, info products are really easy because they're very, very low cost per unit, um, which is why a lot of people do use affiliates for information products. Okay, so what we're looking for is to, or one of the, per, like like you said, find out what your purpose is. If your purpose mm -hmm. is to make a lot of money now, this might not be your best tool to use. But if your purpose is to find people who like what you have to offer, now they're in your community and you could sell them something again, it might be a really great way to line up some affiliate relationships. Well, affiliate marketing is great for the business, the primary business, to make money. But then you want to look at it. You you have to look at your pricing from that perspective. Then, so if your goal is to make money off of a particular campaign, then you need to you need to know what offer you're going to be able to deliver at a fairly low delivery cost, at a high price point that will be very enticing to affiliates to promote at a lower percentage of that price point so that you keep a larger percentage. Right? Well, this so is, this is fun. I want to reset here a little bit just in case you've okay. just joined us. I'm Ellen Rohr, your hostess at Blueprint for Profit Radio. My, host, uh, my guest today is Mary Kay Morgan, who is an expert in affiliate relationship marketing, business to business, particularly when it comes to online marketing. How can you use relationships to mutual benefit. In a moment, she's going to tell us, when is it time to pull the plug on a relationship gone bad? But before we get there, what's the third element? We tested. We have to um, man manufacture a, an affiliate program that has a sweet enough commission to get people interested and still allows us to make money or at least not uh, you know, sink the ship. What's the third piece of the puzzle? Well, the third piece is really what we were just identifying, which is know the purpose of your campaign okay. and, then, and then pricing pricing accordingly. So the first piece is, is you know, um, or I'm sorry, the second piece then prior to that is knowing what you want to do. Are you a lead generator or are you a revenue generator? And those two things are not always the same kind of campaign that you would set up. All right. Now, give us some examples of like a rockin' good affiliate, like so we can get a concrete idea of when it comes together, how would it look? You don't have to name names. You can make up companies. But tell us some details about uh, an affiliate business-to-business -business marketing concept that rocks. Fantastic. So one of the things I always talk about with businesses, and first I'm going to back up just for a moment because we really have to talk about this like two different sides of the coin. So there's the business who is utilizing affiliates to sell their products and services, but the other side of the relationship is very relevant too as a business, and that is being an affiliate for other businesses. Okay, good point. All right, so, so let's break this down. Right, because depending upon which side of that relationship you're standing on, the conversation is slightly different. Okay. So, so let's 
let's stand let's stand for a moment as the business wanting or seeking um, affiliates to sell a product and service. Okay. So who's the sweet spot that we're looking for? And what you want to do is, first of all, you, you must be crystal clear on who your market is. Who are you selling your products and services to? Because the first thing that your affiliates much mat, must match up with is they've got to also be serving either your market or have a pretty hefty chunk of your market in their circle of influence, right? Right. So that's one. Secondly, we mentioned this earlier, but it's really important, um, and that is to find an offer that's complementary. And sometimes in the conscious business world, we don't even like to use the word competition. I personally do, because sometimes somebody <laughs> is offering the same thing you are. Heaven forbid. No big deal. We don't have to hate them, right? Right, or just perceive that I could get a similar value from this product as I'm getting from another product. I think you don't want to confuse your market. We pay a lot of attention to that in um, at marketing at Bare Bones Biz. We we call it confusion, and it uh, and you can create. Um, if you're confused, you're not going to buy anything, and then that eliminates our ability to help. So I think that's an important concept. So we want to find affiliates who have complementary programs, but they're serving the same end user. Exactly. And the third piece of that, and this is one, and when people miss this, <coughs> it's hilarious. But you want to all, not only do they need to be complementary, but they need to be complementary in such a way that it makes sense for the person receiving the promotion why it is that they're receiving it. And I'll give you a great example on this. Um, there's a very well-known uh, business owner in the conscious business space, smart, smart woman, so I was completely shocked when I got this email from her. And, and who knows, maybe it was one of her coaching clients. She just felt she needed to help them out. I don't know. But her, her piece is all about sales and marketing. That's what she does. And she sent out an offer for a nutritional supplement. And you're like, what? Yeah, I mean, there was a complete disconnect. Now, does she have a large percentage of, you know, women between 35 and 55, many of whom might be interested in a nutritional supplement? Sure, but it made no sense coming from her. And so she, if you're going to do that, you might create some kind of bridge in the marketing that says, you're going to think this is crazy, but I'm here today to talk to you about a nutritional supplement. I wouldn't even create the bridge. My recommendation would be don't run the offer. Interesting. Okay. All right. So we've got that perspective um, uh, identified in terms of who we would want and why we would want to represent. So I see that's really um, illustrating both sides of the coin right there. So if well, the I'm working really hard to get my list I want to be really careful about the kind of message I send out because I'm going to cause them to lose trust in me if I look like a whore. <laughs> I, we couldn't, don't be I couldn't think slut. of another word. Oh, affiliate slut. That's okay. perfect. I say that all the time. Okay, all right. Affiliate slut. Uh, yeah. I mean, it looks, that looks pretty <laughs> obvious that maybe I'm just, you know, I'll sell anything to anybody. Bring it. So oh, Credibility goes right down the toilet when you do that. Okay, and I suppose this is where we really give meaning to the IQ and EQ discussion. IQ, the left logical side of the of the relationship analysis, and EQ, the emotional quotient. That yeah, does this make sense? Piece. You know, when people are really good at something, they they have a, a mastery of it at the at the mental level, and then they have this little extra thing that other people are like, "Wow, how do they do that so well?" It's the same thing with relationships, maybe even more so. 
in the relationship arena? Because how many people do you know are linear? I don't know anybody that's like ding, 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 ding. You know, we, we're not robots. I, I, well, but I live in the accounting world. I know a few of those people. Oh, that's okay. no show. But, no, I, I see what you're saying, though, that there, there is that um, when it's nicely done, it's going to sound like, you know, I, I wish, like, for instance, at Bare Bones Biz, I know a lot about sales, but there are people who are so much better at sales training than me that I say in my books at this point you're well served to adopt a sales trainer now that opens me up to being a great affiliate for someone who wants to promote sales um, services because I even say I don't do it you got to go find somebody else to help you with absolutely that. absolutely I mean that, that's like the perfect kind of of being an affiliate and you're, you're getting into a little more if you're doing it one-on-one -on -one, I would call that referral marketing right if you're talking to somebody on the phone say hey I got a great person for you to call this is their number this is their email that's more direct referral marketing okay you do it more in general then it moves over into the arena of what we call affiliate marketing so that's kind of the difference between um, those two and I'd love to kind of jump in just for a moment here and and just make a brief comment about when you know you're ready for affiliate marketing versus referral marketing, because referral marketing is a first step. Oh, okay. Now that makes sense. So we can refer somebody one on one, and that way, if they, it, I, you know, I've done that too, where I recommended someone and they didn't perform very well, I don't recommend them again, but I can mend a bridge if it's just one person. Yes, exactly. And many times, um, and I encourage people to do this in their businesses. If someone refers you. Uh, a new client or customer, then you need to have the systems in place to say thank you. Yeah. And the best way to say thank you is with a check, right? Which is exactly what you do with affiliates. The affiliate makes a sale for you. You say thank you with a check. Say right? thank you with a check. It's a nice way to put it. Very good. Okay, now let's go, let's go back to this, this for a second. Then let's describe, give me an example of affiliate marketing that rocks. Describe what that looks like and give me some numbers to get us really juiced up about it. Ah, okay, some numbers. So if you're affiliate marketing, that means you have a list. I'm going to jump over to that other. Remember we said there's two places you can stand in this relationship? Yes. So let's look for a minute at you're the affiliate. Okay. Okay. So, um, and from the business perspective, there's lots of you standing in a circle around this business. So you're the affiliate. So you have said yes to this affiliate opportunity because... You have a complementary market to what they are serving. You resonate with the quality integrity of the business that, that has the offer, and it's complementary. It's not going to compete with any of your own. It's not going to, and I love that word that you used, Ellen, confuse. Yeah. It's not going to confuse your people when you mail them this offer. And, and here's the additional piece, when you're standing on the affiliate side of the relationship, you have evaluated the offer for its revenue-generating potential. Because okay. We're not here to help other people as business owners. We love it when that happens. We can set our businesses up to help people, but you're here to make a profit. Okay, good. Right? Yep. So you must evaluate any affiliate opportunity from its revenue generating potential. And that goes, you know, if a business comes to you with an untested offer, it looks great, but call me when you tested it. Okay. Or if they're offering you a five percent commission and that comes to you know fifteen twenty five per sale, it doesn't make sense for you to to spend your marketing bandwidth for something so tiny. Nice. Right? Okay. Yep. So you want to make those things. So let's say it's just a really sweet matchup. 
what can often happen, let's just say you have a list of 5,000 on your email on your email list, and you're going to do an offer that has, it's a $1,000 product and it has a 30% commission, so that's $300 per sale. Woohoo! So, so that some of the numbers you want to remember, and these are averages, but they're pretty good ballpark numbers, for your total distribution size, list size, you're going to multiply um, by your average open rate. So let's say your average open rate is 20%. So open rate means that they click on that email. The open rate means they've actually opened your email. And okay. if, you, if you have an email list, hopefully you're watching these numbers. They're extremely important. 20% okay. would be a very good open rate. So 1,000 people now are reading the email. Okay. Let's say of that 10% click the link. So now we are at 100. Okay. And then the offer is presented to them. And let's say 5% of that 100 buys. That's 5. So now we're down to 5 people have bought times $300. And so that would be? 1500 so Now, for some businesses, that is a, that's a phenomenal payday. I would say probably for many small businesses, that $1,500 would totally rock just for yeah. sending an email. Um, you know, for another business, you might say, well, that's not, no, nah, that's not going to do it for me. It's very independent. But that's, that's a good example of a winning relationship. Okay, we're getting, we're getting uh, uh, close to having to wrap up. I always learn so much from you, and I'm so grateful for you being in my life and being on the show. Tell me, when is it time to pull the plug on a relationship, and how do you do that? Suppose you've got yourself involved in an affiliate. Do you just, like, with your hairdresser, fire and go to someone else and never say anything? Or, you know, how do you know when it's time to pull the plug, and how do we do it in such a way that it, it, it's most... Uh, it's clean, it's straight, and uh, we're out of there. Right. Um, for straight affiliate relationships where you don't have any kind of agreement between you and the, either the affiliate or if you are the affiliate between you and the business, um, it can, it's fairly easy. And you just simply choose to no longer promote um, or you can call your affiliate roster. And i give you a for example. Um, okay. Let's say, for example, you offer something that has some maybe FDA requirements around it. might be a nutritional supplement, right? There's some, there's some legal things you have to adhere to when you're selling something that puts it in somebody's body. And you discover that one of your affiliates is, um, is marketing your product outside of the lines of what <gasps> you designated for your marketing. Okay. They're pushing that envelope on the truth a little bit so that they can jack up their sales. So you now have an obligation, actually, to to pull the plug on that affiliate's um, uh, account with you and and send them, you know, a little notice that says, you know, you're no longer an affiliate. Very, very, very important. Where we get into a little bit of trouble is when we have a closer personal relationship. Yeah. And, and there is more of an agreement going on. And let's say, and this happens all the time, unfortunately. We have a conversation, Ellen, and you say, hey, Mary Kay, I've got this promotion coming up. Will you mail? And I say, sure, I'll mail. And, hey, Ellen, I've got a promotion coming up. And in two months after that, will you mail? And you say, sure, I'll mail. And then I mail for you, and you forget. <gasps> you don't reciprocate. Right. You don't That's not very polite. Agreement, right? Because we said, we both said yes. Okay. So now what do you do? So the first step, of course, is you know to make a personal phone call, find out what happened, 
and, and really approach this as a valuable relationship, what people tend to do is go, that's Ellen Rohr. She is untrustworthy. I will never she never mar yeah and maybe you just forgot and that would be nice to get the heads up so yeah I would assume that too anything. yeah right. let's assume they're trying to do the right thing and maybe forgot right and it just becomes a situation so and then you can remedy that and nine times out of ten the person will say oh my gosh I forgot I'm so sorry when can can I make up for that but I'll tell you this is so important so important it's missed so many times especially when when setting these relationships up with people that you know already. Okay. And that is whatever you agree to, put it in writing. You don't need an attorney. You don't need 16 pages of legalese. But you could but write it you, in an email, right? So at least you have it. Write it in an email. Absolutely. Write it in an email and then have systems in your business for following up on those promises. Make it easy for the person who made a promise to you yes. to keep their promise. I love yes. that. Honey, I love you, and we're out of time. we got to go, go, go. Tell us how we can learn about um, business relationships that make you money. Paint by the numbers. What have you got coming up? So simple. You can go to ConsciousAffiliateNetwork.com, sign up as a free affiliate member, and you will be able to access uh, a wide variety of trainings on many different aspects of relationship marketing, affiliate marketing. Um, it is a big topic. As you well know, Ellen, we've had many conversations about it, so there's lots of information there. And you may also email me directly. This is my personal email. I'm only giving that because I love Ellen. Yay! MK, my initials, MK, at ConsciousAffiliateNetwork.com. If you have a question, um, if now you're more confused than you were before before this broadcast. Um, shoot me a quick email, and uh, and and I will will you know help to bring a little clarity, hopefully, to uh, to whatever your question is. Well, you are such a sweetheart. I always learn something, and you know when you do business to business um, relationship marketing, the best outcome is that you make a friend, and I made one in you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ellen. It was a, just an honor to be here. Well, I wish you and our listeners joy and freedom, peace and prosperity, all that your business can offer. So thanks. Until next time, this has been Ellen Rohr and Blueprints for Profit. <laughs>